0: this
1: podcast hello guys and welcome back to the cast with Nia. i'm super excited to have you back on the show today's episode we'll be talking about how to manage your finances as a young person this is a major problem for many young people today are we going with this song that says any money i get i go flex or are you one that will properly invest and save your money so that when it is due you can reap the benefits Today we'll be talking about managing your finance as a young person, and I have a guest with me today. He's Frank Samuel Chegozerim. I'll be reading his bio shortly so we can delve into the episode for today. Frank Samuel Chegozerim, a 23 young political enthusiast, award-winning public speaker and writer, personal finance coach, serial investor, and an advocate for youth involvement in politics and governance. He is the youngest ever student union government president ever in Nigeria, as he assumed office at the age of 19, as the SUG president of Federal University of Technology Oweri, Imo State. He is the founder of Financial Fitness Clinic, a financial education startup geared towards increasing financial inclusion amongst young people in Africa and helping them get on their wealth-building journey early, with over 7,800 participants from 16 countries already in 25 months. He has only just begun. He's a convener of Financial Fitness Conference, the largest financial literacy conference in Nigeria. He has a B-Tech Geology, a certification on Global Financial Markets and Investment Portfolio Management from Rice University, Texas, USA, as well as a certification on Investment Banking from Edelbridge Academy, Lagos, Nigeria. In his words, if you know better, you will do better. Please, with joy, let's welcome Frank Samuel on the episode. But before we delve into today's episode, for quality assurance purposes and audio fidelity, let's know that this will record it via Zoom. So, hello okay. Samuel Frank. Thank you so much for gracing the podcast, Kasutneye. We're super excited to have you on the show. You know, this has been long coming, but finally we get to have you on the show. So, I've, I've been seeing a lot of your <laughs> works out there. Today, you're doing this one on Twitter space. Tomorrow, you're doing this one on Google Meet on Zoom. I'm like when will I even get to feature Frank Samuel on my podcast but finally thank God you got the opportunity and you accepted me so thank you so much for accepting and I hope and that this episode days, is going to, to be <laughs> uh, no that's fine thank and I don't, I'm i expecting a lot from this episode I know that you always deliver so this one is not going to be you know out of it it's going to be 100% so let's start officially i'm managing your finance as a young person so i would not want to start by saying define finance that's so <laughs> sounding i mean everybody <laughs> should know what so finance like money how to manage your money as a young person because exactly. it's almost as if these days now everybody's like any money i get i reflex you understand so nobody wants to <laughs> and now and they're going with the song you know, I'm not sorry I'm not like saying Mr. Easy. I mean, I'm not trying to write off the song, though. But yeah. that's just the mentality that people are having now. Nobody wants to know how to manage your resources. Nobody wants to save. Nobody wants to like budget, have financial goals, and the rest of it. And I mean, there's no better time to talk about this than now, because this is um this is like a new year, so everybody needs to be financially aware and know what to do and what not to do so let's firstly i would love for you to stress on the importance of managing your finances as a young person both in terms of how to save and how to spend so let's start let's have that background and why it's important so i'm, I'm like emphasis stress on the importance of managing your finance as a young person both All in right. terms of saving um, and spending
0: valid question you've raised very valid question you've raised hmm. and um we we neglect that part of the conversation um and the truth is uh, when you neglect it thinking that it will go away it never goes away hmm. um it, it never goes away and it's important that uh, we especially young people start having these discussions really really early and yeah. uh, in in regards to your question why it's important that we manage our finance is because when you become an adult i was in i was just doing a, like a um a, a soul search doing like i was just having some reflection recently and i figured out that the moment you become an adult more than 90 mm. percent of the decisions you make are financial decisions mm from who you marry Mm. to the number of children you have to the university you go to whether for your bachelor's or master's degree or phd to the company you work in to the kind of job you do more than 90 percent of the decisions we make become finance based decisions and if we not treat this topic as important as we should if we decide to keep focusing on our mental health all the time and then focusing on um on what's it now on who is trending and what is trending mm. and we forget about the fact that uh, at the end of the day our finances are going to matter even your finance tel- 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 has a huge uh, um part to play in whether you will even trend in the future or not right I mean, so I, I, I think it's I think it's important that we start having this. and um, another reason why it's important to manage your finance as a young person is because um, in life there are seasons, mm. and um, everybody needs to understand how to take advantage of certain seasons in their life right exactly. uh, um what I mean is this now when you're a young person I like to tell them that right, when I have a discussion with young person as regards manager finance I like to tell them that oh see you're a season of plenty right mm-hmm. and um it might not be plenty in in money per se but you're a season of plenty with regards to strength with regards to energy mm-hmm. with regards to the fact that um you have the time right yeah. and time is your greatest resource uh, I made a post on LinkedIn a certain time and I was saying that money is not the biggest capital that young people have, that the biggest, the three biggest capital that young people have is their time, their energy, and their brain,
1: mm. right? So,
0: so, um, you're, in a season of plenty, right? And it's important you know how to maximize that season. So when finance comes into the question, it's important you learn how to manage it. I, I, because, um, there's there's a huge wealth transfer going on in our world today you see people 15 16 17 um um getting into spaces where they are earning um four five figures in dollars as salaries every month and even their parents in short, they, they never imagined of being able to earn that much even when they are at their prime but People at 16, 17, at any sort. so it's important that we start having this conversation because if you don't, your season of plenty will come and go. And when the season of famine will come, we're not prophesying anything negative for anyone, but
1: yes. it is, exactly.
0: it's, it's more like day and night. It mm. will happen. Right? So if you're if you're not conscious of how exactly you manage your finances in your season of plenty, when the season of famine comes, you will struggle. You really, really struggle, right? So that's why it's important that young people start. My that's why it's important. Another reason why it is important is because you you're able to start your wealth building journey early, and I cannot overemphasize that point because um, uh, when we talk about wealth. Um, Is way different from just being rich. It's way different from just having money stashed up in your bank account. Uh, if you're going to build sustainable wealth, you must understand how to manage your finances. There are a lot of people who, um, in our world today that have gotten rich. And a lot of people regard them as wealthy. But in the true sense of things, they just have excess money at that point in time. But because they don't understand how to manage their finances it's very easy for them to go bankrupt it's very easy for them to go broke right mm. um people who people uh, a survey has shown that more than 80 percent of people who win the lottery in the united states of america they never become wealthy why they have never understood how to manage their finances and so when they launch into that system of having so much around them they do not know what to do with it and they've not built a, a solid a concrete mindset of how to manage their finances and they eventually go back to where they used to be right so so i, I think that these are um, some very valid reasons is why it's important that people uh, manage or young people especially manage their finances
1: oh yeah so thank you very much for answering that question i mean you've been able to take us through the journey on the importance of financial management. I'll say that you have said that it help us save for our different seasons and you need us understand that there are two seasons. We have the day and the night. So now we are like in our day season, a season of plenty where we have strength, agility, you know, time and a whole lot of things to be able to work and um, make the money. When you're in your night season, that's like uh, you have yeah, enough money to sustain so you're not going to be in your night season and you're still going to be all worked up that's supposed to be your seasonal rest i mean then yeah. you also must understand that it helps us start our wealth building very early so maybe people might think eh, maybe when i'm 30 i can start saving or when i'm 40 and eh, when i have plenty you know when i when i blow <laughs> That's when I can start managing my finance. As for now, any money I get, I deflect.
0: <laughs>
1: right on. <laughs> so I'm not saying don't enjoy, but I'm saying manage it. So that there's a place for delaying gratification, you know. And Absolutely. I mean, but let's let's just progress. So my my next question, be, okay So after speaking on this, stressing on the importance of managing finance, how do you think we can manage our finances better as young people? you know okay. um based on budgeting financial goals what kind of goals can we set how can we make budgets financial budgets and actually stick to them because you know nowadays eh a lot of things maybe, maybe people might even make budgets or have financial goals but still they're not able to stick to them so you might say okay ah what is trending now i'm going straight what is trending now this car is trending any money you understand you just put it into that car that thing that's trending and they forget that they actually had a budget they're supposed to work according to do you understand so how do we um how can we manage our finances better and then we also uh, get to speak on budgeting and financial goals and actually sticking to them
0: all right thank you thank you very much for that question um so i was speaking at a platform um recently and um i i told them something um there's this exercise i give to Um, all the participants of my financial mentorship program and I would love that anybody who listens to this podcast um, they they take that that task right so it's a very simple task so I usually ask that they go to their bank apps the bank they usually use to carry out most of their transactions and print their account statements for the last three months okay now um i was having a discussion with someone two days ago and she was crying in my dm that she went to take a look at her account statement and she's wondering where all the money that she has made has gone to (laughs) and I, i i think i think i was i was telling her that yes your account statement is actually talking to you and that's like the starting point because a lot of us um, a lot of young people think that oh I'm not seeing money I'm not this I'm not that go and print your accounts for the last just three months I did not say the entire year if you say they should print the entire year some people mm-hmm. have been dollars serious dollars <laughs> but let's not ask them to print the entire year let them just do the last three months three and months. take a look at and take a look at uh, at, at what is saying right um take a look at it what what have you been spending a lot of your money on and leads mm-hmm. me to the next point um follow the money. How to manage your finances? Follow the money. Follow the money. Follow the money. Follow the money. Um, when I started on my personal finance journey back in 2016, um, I, I, took, I made very radical decisions that um, at a point my, my mom had to call me at the time and tell me that I should I should be careful. Let me not be saving and die. I'll, I'll be a star whatever. <laughs> At the time, but yeah. one of the decisions I made was that um, I decided to, and then and then uh, allowance wasn't so much, but because of how the situation of the country, then it was it was worth something, so it could do something at the time. Mm. Uh, and so I said, okay, fine, let's let's track, let's follow this, let's follow this money. And I learned it from the richest man in Babylon. By the way, anybody listening oh. to this, that's that's like the foundational book for personal finance. That i recommend any day anytime the richest man in babylon by george s class yeah i recommend that any day anytime now so back to my story so i said okay fine let's 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 follow this money let's know what all, all we are doing right because um the trend was allowance will come in within two weeks it's done and then i'm literally trying to survive for the remaining two weeks of the month so in doing that in following the money I decided to now uh write out what exactly do I spend most of my money on and what can I allocate allocate to it so both from feeding to transportation to um, even offering so at the mm. time I would budget my offering and uh, my allowance was I think between five thousand ten thousand a month then uh um, max I got while we were on was like ten thousand so um I bought my offering and um in a month, I was attending 12 services, three services every week. So in a month, that's 12 services. Mm. So mm. Uh, my budget then was that, or what I had written now was that I was going to give 15 naira each of those services. So mm. even if the person preaching goes and preach about Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, I feel like to preach the <laughs> whole testament about people. What I have said in my house to give that 15 naira me and god have and, and, and that is what hmm. i want. right so hmm. um I, I had to i had to follow i had to follow the mind to look at what exactly is taking most of my money right and i noticed that most of what was taking my money was snacks in school was what was snacks in school so ah. I, I i would leave the house in the morning and i go to my lecture hall and I'm buying pepper, egg, roll, buns, I'm when it's very hot and fresh, you know, and everything.
1: Exactly, and that was
0: what was taking my money, <laughs> right? And you know, the thing before you eat that stuff around 8 a.m. before class, mm. by 11 a.m., you're hungry. You're hungry, you want to buy another one by 3 p.m., you're like it was it was an endless cycle and, and so i had to like so this is exactly what i've spent a lot of my money on right so i had to channel that money into the kitchen right so am i buying more packs of vitamin D? am i buying more beans or rice or onion? what exactly am i going so that i can you know cook it, right because yes. i i had to follow them right so i, I think um asides asides being able to um, have an idea of what your expenses have been like, right? Which is like a step one. No. What exactly have you be spending your money on? Yeah, you know, mm. because I, 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 th- I think that a lot of people don't know so they feel they are not mm. spending their money on anything. Yes. Right? You, you, you don't even have an idea of what you're spending your money on you just feel that anybody t- telling you to save or telling you to manage your finances is stressing your life because you're like mm. ah, what am i spending my money on I'm not doing do anything, the yeah, I'm not. but when you now look at ah, this is what i'm spending my money on. Oh, okay right so that's the first then like i said follow the money track your expenses mm. then number three um of course that's where budgeting comes in. and mm. when we talk about budgeting we are not trying to um, tell you or detect to you how you should spend your money. Nobody is trying because a lot of people have seen it in that light. So they just feel who is this person to tell me how I spend my, spend my money. Uh, and uh, one of the human one human one common human trait is that uh, we don't like to be told what to do with our own lives.
1: Exactly.
0: We like to maximize our free will as much as possible. Mm. so nobody 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 so telling you to but we are not we're not saying that um this is how you should spend your money if you don't spend your money like this you are not doing it right no nobody's saying that right Right. what we are basically saying is that give your money direction treat your money like like treat treat, treat your money like a car and i like this analogy now if you enter into a vehicle. Uh, everybody that wants to try this i'm not advising anybody to try it but to try it uh, is uh at um at um your
1: as- you as you as as risk.
0: risk exactly now if you enter a vehicle and you start the car now this is a lot of a lot of us do with our finances we just start the car and in our head anywhere they go like you said any money where i get I flex. Yeah, I flex. any money any <laughs> anywhere they go now you start the car you now put the car on either reverse mm. or drive because the car has to move it just has mm-hmm. to drive. you either put it on reverse or drive okay you do that you now just go and match the accelerator and you're just moving there is only one result only one both in heaven and uh, on earth, only one you will die. <laughs> you is I can guarantee that it's a
1: sure thing. <laughs> you will
0: die. Just, just put just it's match. You, don't hold don't put the st- don't hold the steering, don't do it. Just on the car, put on reverse on drive and match acceleration. I can assure you one thing you will die. <laughs> That's why I say that owners use. I'm not advising anybody to do it mm. So that's what a lot of us do with our money. That's what a lot of us do with our money. So nobody is saying, nobody's saying say, uh, um, you must drive from Potaco to Lagos. <laughs> that's not what anybody saying. Nobody is saying you should drive from uh um, from ABA to Will. right? We are basically saying that. You let your money has direction, so you know how to put on reverse drive, turn the steps mm. left, the right. It should be your money should have direction because when it has direction, it will lead you to your goal. That's why we're mm. about financial goals, right? When your money has direction, it will eventually lead you to your because it's like a car. When your car has direction, it's going to lead you to your destination. That's why someone like, someone like Elon Musk will decide to develop cars that are auto driven. I just put the direction, but if there's no direction, that car will not go anywhere. Exactly. A lot of us are not going anywhere with our money because we've not given our money direction. Even if there's, there's even a way to put your money on autopilot money. that it will take you yeah. to your direction without anything, but you've not given it direction. So it cannot go anywhere. So it can't lead you anywhere. Mm. Right? So, i i that's that's where but so when it comes to budgeting right um um financial analysts will say that at least you save at least 20 percent or whatever you make any other parts you can start to do anything you want to do with it uh uh but i always say that personal finance is personal finance it is first personal right so for a lot of persons they are not making so much that they are able to save up to 20 percent which is understandable right um even inflation is not even helping matters in our, in, in our countries. Yeah. So, um, so the, the price of things are literally have gone off, off the roof, right? Um, so for a lot of persons, being able to save 20% is not, is not, um, will not be feasible, right? But what's my advice, right? What's my advice? At least you can start from 5%. Nobody will put a gun to your head and you you must save 20%. Nobody, nobody, right? Mm. Can start with five, you can start with seven, you can start with ten, you can start with twelve, can start with six percent, you can start with twenty percent. If you feel that don't man say, oh, because you said twenty percent, you know that you can able to save up to 30, percent 40, percent and you can, please save it. Especially for your guys, mm. I, I say a lot of young people who are even working remotely, working from home, and, and their parents' house, you're not paying for accommodation, you're not paying for feeding, and you're like any money where you get ah, uh, This is your season of plenty, you <laughs> I'm sounding loud and clear. This is your season of plenty. Maximize Mm. it. This is your season of plenty. Maximize it, right? So if you Mm. can, there's some people that are saving up to ninety percent of what they make, Mm. right? The idea is that your money has direction, and when it has direction, it will lead you to your financial goal right Mm. and that's where we that's where financial goals now come so I'm talking about financial goals we are basically saying what is the destination for you as as far as your money is concerned as far as financial freedom is concerned for you right what's the destination what's the end goal right um because we can't be working for money for the rest of our lives that's that slave trade right can't be working for money for the rest of your lives right so the the end goal is the is what the goal is is destination so what's what's the financial destination right and when when you're setting financial destination there's usually a model i recommend and that model is called the smart model s m a r t a lot of us use it for academics use it for career but we don't use it in our finances which is bad oh a lot of us use it for our daily personal lives, in our professional lives, mm. but we forget that it has an important role to play in our finances. Exactly. So, your goal must be specific. What do I mean by being specific? Think about someone who said that. Um, so, I was, I was watching a movie recently, and I'll recommend that movie to anyone who is listening to this podcast. The movie is "Get Smart with Your Money." It's on Netflix. Mm-hmm right get smart with your money and um one of the finance coaches there said something he said that your financial goal should be um 25 times your annual expenses that's how much it will take you to retire it should be 25 times your annual expenses. so let's say in a year all your expenses mount up to um let's say five million what he is saying is that for you to comfortably retire you should have at least 25 times five which is a 125 million in investments for you to be for you to comfortably retire now when we are saying set specific financial goals we are saying tie it to a particular amount right mm. so when do you plan on retiring for some persons 30 40 50 right and to you how much would you have that would that would ensure that you never have to lift a finger again to work for anybody you can be doing your work voluntarily you know foundation just going here and there touching lives impacting lives and all of that but not necessarily working for money anymore right so what amount for some persons? Oh, if I have like two billion when I'm 50 years old, I think I should be fine. For some persons. Oh, if I have like a hundred million when I'm 30 years, ah, what am I working again? I don't rest. Right? (laughs) So you need to set it and be sure that, okay, this is the goal. This is the target. Right? So you now know, oh, whatever spending choices you're making, whatever investment choices you're making, whatever decisions you're making around your finances, your brain will be telling you, I have a goal to meet up people. I just can't, I just can't get any device that anybody, everybody is getting because it is trending. I just can't mm. go to any kind of engagement, engage in any kind of vacation just because everybody is going on it. Exactly. Right? I just cannot be, I, I just can't be doing the same thing others are doing because it is trending because I have a goal in mind. Right? So it has to be specific the next thing is it has to be measurable the financial goal has to be measurable. and when we talk about being measurable I usually say that there are two metrics to measure your goal so there's the time metric and there's the income metric Mm. there's the time metric and there's the income metric and when we talk about the time metric we are basically saying that oh you're setting a goal of one billion how long do you intend to work that goal through some person's 10 years some person's 20 years some person's 25 that's the time metric so you're giving yourself okay this is how long i'm giving myself to get to this point and this is where i am so in your head you're like how much do i have to save to get to that one billion how much do i need to save and invest what kind of investment instruments am i looking out for what kind of return should i be looking out for to make from those investments So, it gives you an idea of okay, ah, this is the time. So, I have to plan with it. And when we talk about the income metric, uh, and there are a lot of persons uh, now, let me just backtrack to the time metric. Uh, So, some persons will go and say, okay, I want to make one millionaire. I want to have a millionaire in my account between now and Mm. December 31st. And in their account, now, they're even owing their bank. Based on time metric, except a miracle happens or they do something really, really drastic, it is not a measurable, goal. right? Mm. So, because because when you look, when you do the time, when you do the time, when you use the time metric, you are supposed to grade yourself supposed to, okay, after year one or year two or year three, this, yes. is, where I, this is where I am. That's how to mm. measure it. Am I progressing? Do I have a or deficit not? Right, so that, these are the kind of questions you need to ask yourself. But when you're not saying, ah, one millionaire before the year runs out, and you go to church and say you're going to be a millionaire before the end of the year, you shout, "Amen! Yes, Amen! We believe and we receive." Right, but on the time metric, more. Um, except you have to something. Except 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 you have to not say, okay, every day I have to be making how how much do you have to make it like every day. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to make it like maybe one million divided by 30 35 should give you or let's just use 20 40 days right let's say you have 40 days at the end of the year uh uh one million divided by 40 should be giving you 25k so you have to make it for 25,000 every day and not spend a dime of it that's what it means mm. right so time metric right because you have to measure yourself so every day i might make it 25 but i'm not making 25k i have a deficit to come out right now for the income metric right so uh another person sets really lofty goals which is great um someone will say aspire to aspire your desire so that you can acquire your desire whatever they say <laughs> however they say it <clears throat> mm. now it's really great to set the lofty goals but understand that <clears throat> the money is not going to fall from heaven you have to produce the money mm. the money is not going to fall from heaven so, what are you doing now? How much are you making now? What skill sets do you have? What value are you creating that who are paying you for? Will it be enough to take you to that point mm. of the goal you've set? You cannot be earning $10,000 every month and you plan that at the end of the year you're going to save $1 million. You Are you going to steal the money? <laughs> Except you plan to steal it, right? So, Uh, when you when you take a look at so if you're earning 10,000 every month at the end of the year you're supposed to have earned everything 120,000 so if you're planning that you're going to save one million now yes this should come after you because where do you plan to right so that that's the thing right so income income metric very important um how many streams of income do you have right it's going to tell you right how I many uh, aside your normal aside your main income stream what side of right? that would allow you to get that. so for myself when even when i set my own goal i knew that my income level you no know, go allow me so i need to okay what what extra streams of income can i, uh, can, I- um, can i lay my hands on? can i do can i produce for myself so that at the end of the day i can earn what i need to earn so that i can save and then i can invest to eventually get to my goal Because if I stay, so someone who is any less, let's use maybe a young graduate that graduates from school, like any 100,000 every month, and your goal is 1 billion in the next five years, that 100,000 will never allow you to get to that goal. Never. Never. So you have to look okay, so what kind of skills would allow me to make so much that I can get? of course so you have to look at maybe a tech skill right in the front end or back end or software or something something that's going to be allowing you to earn in maybe six hundred thousand 700,000 every month maybe even 1 million 1.2 there are guys that end up to three thousand four thousand dollars every month right mm. based on the skill sets that they have right so with that with that level of income it's possible
1: yeah it becomes
0: possible to attain those goals you set right so these are the two things right um it has to be measurable there are two metrics the income metric and the time metric and time then metric. we have the uh uh when achievable. is specific measurable achievable uh-huh. when you take a look at the goal you have to take a look at it really really well and ask yourself one versus when I say, i, I always say the first time finances first, first if you go and set a 1 billion goal in five years and you reduce it from 1 billion to 100 million they are not going to imprison you police will not come and arrest you because yes. it is your personal goal so when you have to take a look at it after a while actually it's really achievable if you drop it down a bit nobody is going to kill you the end result the 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 the, the Focus is that there is progress, right? That's the that's the end goal. That Mm. there is that there is progress, right? So, Mm. then we have achievable, of course, realistic, and of course, time bound. Time bound, you have to set a time limit to it, right? Don't just go and say like Denise's song. I wanna be a billionaire. (laughs) Billionaire in what? In naira, in cabo, in dollars, Mm. in what? Billionaire when? very important exactly. very important things to must consider mm.
1: wow thank you so much I mean like this is the whole journey so you're taking us from several I don't know several journeys but we're just enjoying the whole process from follow your money giving your money direction you know what, ex- knowing what exactly you're spending your money on that's trying to really understand where your because some people don't even understand like they just stand like I don't even know where my money is going to. Like they'll pay you start, like, and before you know the next you are like, oh I don't even like where is where are you wondering where and do you then, wonder?
0: and then there's one thing that comes with right your money like, enters your hand. All your village will not remember you.
1: Exactly. You are start, you start
0: ab- getting very funny DMs, you know, from people I'm that saying. that you that you don't even know that they knew you are like, like
1: they were monitoring. And all before. of a sudden they're like,
0: "Ah, sir, I help you with this. Sir, I help you with that." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I laugh in Swahili.
1: <laughs> yeah, laughing Spanish Okay, so 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 that is that about that. But then, what do, what do you think a standard budget should um should um what's the grammar she, she consist of yes okay. she consists of yes Because right. you
0: know
1: th- thank you you even made mention of the fact that so many people you know have to sometimes slide into your game and say please help me so you know do, we also need to make budget for maybe helping so what does a standard budget look like how do we all right so uh, let me let, let, me, let, start, let
0: me start from, let me start from the scenario you've you've mentioned um Okay. I usually like it. I was discussing with someone recently, and she was just telling me about how much money she had made, how much she has spent, and all of that. And mm. I told her that you have become a microfinance bank, and you do not know. you
1: <laughs> <Some US. laughs> you
0: have. I, I told her straight up because this is I don't have my mouth to. I do no! I tell Stop you as it's like you have become a microfinance bank. I thought that that's you, yes, I understand you're a leader, you're a this, you're a that, you have the responsibilities of uh, where you have to supersede over people, but you are not a microfinance bank, right? So that's one, but let's go back to what what the what um the common budget should consist of, right? Um yeah. so of course it's to take care of your needs, your wants, and then savings and investments, right? Um, so it's usually advice yeah. that people have. So let's start from the let's let's start from the saving part mm-hmm. because um, you're supposed to pay yourself first. Like right? pay mm-hmm. yourself first. A lot of us work for the mama puts close to our house. We go to work every day nine to five, Monday to Friday, month after month, year after year, and we are just working for the mama puts close to our office or close to our house. We are working for the tailor that sews our clothes. We are working for the shoemaker that fits our shoes. We are working mm. for NEPA. We are working for your laundry person. You're, you're working for everybody except yourself. <laughs> right? So it's important we know that first you, promise, you, you are, you are the one putting in the hard work, right? So you should pay yourself first, right? So it's really advised yeah. that you pay yourself 10%, right? Or whatever you earn, 10% first. that 10%, yeah, okay. Yes, that 10% is what I would just say, maybe emergency funds. I'll just call it emergency savings, right? And then you have another 10% that is related, that savings that's meant to be invested. Because there's no point just stashing money in the bank and doing absolutely nothing with it. Mm. Makes no sense, right? So savings that will be invested takes the second 10%. Then for your needs... For your needs, your needs, transport, accommodation,
1: uh, feeding, feeding.
0: Uh, maybe, yeah? clothes. For those that change their technique, but not, <laughs> not, pull, not, pull, like, not pull, like, for example, anyway. but yeah, um, feeding, how, how, often do I get this? Like, I can be, a re- I can be a very serious minimalist when it comes to, when it comes to apparel, because I'm like, or more this money can do something else, so but yeah, but yeah, let's just add clothes for our fashionistas that will be listening to this mm,
1: podcast in the house, uh, so yeah, <laughs>
0: so um so yeah, housing. So needs to take at least 50%, 50%, 50%, right? Uh then it's also important you understand that as much as you are paying yourself first, right? Uh, which is like sort of like your emergency funds, and the fact that you're saving, saving to invest now, taking out 70% already. So you have 30% mm. left, right? Mm. Now, in that 30%, you should at least have 10% that you should just use to spoil yourself. As mm. in squander. That's the one you should say, any money where I get. And the flex,
1: flex
0: are the ball. Exactly. <laughs> right? Any money where I get. Now, it should be that part that you should say, okay, this one is like uh, burning needs. So I have a popular mm. account where... I save, and the account pays me like really good interest for saving, just saving. Mm. And when that money comes in every month, I just take it and I go and squander it. I don't really, I don't even like mind what I buy. I can just go and buy like one plate of ice cream and just be leaking. I mm. squander like I don't. I know that one. I don't track that money. I don't follow the money for that one. I squander it, right? <laughs> but now the thing is there are a lot of um things that we want that i want to do Us maybe new device or new uh maybe something that uh we don't really need at that point and mm-hmm. it's going to take more than what's expected right so one of my um finance mentors will say that um just keep piling that that spand- that money that is never spand- just keep filing it yeah. oh. just keep filing it my time you've done it for two three months that thing you wanted to buy it's my entire again. Mm. and you find something else that would be really interesting to you right? right so uh so so you can decide to save for a vacation right plan for maybe your 12 months okay I'm going for a vacation maybe August maybe December and you plan towards it right rather um. than just another another money I get you mm. plan and say okay I'm going to give myself a treat mm. and I am going to enjoy I my And I plan
1: life. towards it. Right?
0: True. You plan towards it. Right? So that it doesn't so, because a lot of people so um when the whole August or December partition thing start popping up here and there. Mm. You know, you're December, just like ah, ah I have this one. Now you know, gotta take maybe 70 percent 80 percent of your entire salary and you just go for it. And at the end of the day, a lot of things get affected. Hmm. And then you now come back and start crying. You may be Frank somewhere's DM and you're saying that you don't know where your money is going. To. I will tell you about where your money has gone.
1: <laughs> in my pocket.
0: Right. So, uh, I, 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 think, I think, um, so yeah, so 10% for once. Then we now have for the mother, Teresa's in the house. Um and <laughs> yeah yes yeah, so for the mother teresa's in the house and the mm. Mahatma gandhi's in the house that mm. for everybody except themselves yeah you can decide to take 10 percent some people decide to give that part to god right and so oh, okay uh, suppose some, some people decide to give that to god as their tithe. yeah so <laughs> yes um for someone like me if i give if i give people my time people
1: often... <laughs> Yeah, it's you, yeah
0: you exactly. Have a hard working budget. But it's separate 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 from tight. Uh, okay. So those that really obey the 10%, 10%. It's, it's separate from tight. So we only that but, Yeah, it's important you have a plan for it, right? Now we've done all of this and we have like 10% left. Now, this 10%. Um, uh, now this budget is I'm saying it is, is specially crafted for young people, mm. especially. Because I understand the stage that you are in life and I uh, understand how certain things are really critical. Now, this 10%, I usually call it the personal development allocation. Hmm. Personal development. You are at a stage in your life where you have the time to learn courses, to gather up skills, to get certifications.
1: To yeah, become
0: someone that has a high level of value to give out, right? You have the time right? So it's important you have a part of the budget set out to buy books, to pay for courses, to maybe attend boot camps and stuff like that because exposure is important. Mm. People to attend conferences because exposure is important. A lot, a lot of people break into certain levels, certain seasons, certain very great seasons in their financial lives and it's not because of what they studied in school. It's because of a particular school they acquired some persons because a particular book can't be attended some persons because a particular <laughs> conference they attended some persons because a particular book they read but all of this will not happen if you're not intentional about that sphere of your life yeah so I think that, that that's what that's what um uh a typical budget for a young person. Actually and um if you feel that if you feel that there are net needs to make adjustments, please feel absolutely free to make the adjustment. Like I said, personal finance is first personal, but there are certain things that you must not neglect, which includes your paying yourself first, savings that will be invested, and of course, um if you're if you're a Christian like me, your tithe is important can't
1: make mm. thank you so much Sammy, for breaking down this you know um the standard way of getting budgets or having any budget because it's very important you know i had i had an discussion with someone and the person was saying that okay he bought his crocs for like 15k i was like wow i, mean, I was not saying ah 15k so you know eh there's there are levels to these things. So if you're not yet on that level, don't try to be to be there yet. You understand? Exactly. You be, you're exactly. hearing that someone bought crops for 15k. You know, say, okay, I have 15k. Let, let me go and buy that one. So Gavu, I don't understand him. Ah, when there's
0: crops on of one
1: five. I'm telling you, you will see it's what The same, crops. Buy. I'm,
0: the same exactly. crops. At the end of yes. the day, we are putting up the crocs to sit on to the ground. That My 15k will not allow you to fly on the air
1: you're sure not working bare feet on the road and that is what is exactly. important exactly so don't don't try to you know break your whole your bank or your account or something because you're trying to be like someone or trying to be in the same level with someone people have gone through this stage that we are at you understand so there's some people that is maybe 15k crocs is nothing to them because they have the money so you don't have the money yet, or that. so manage your money and wait till you get to that level. So now they are, they have done their season. They have invested in the season of plenty. Now they are, you know, they are relaxing and they are repaying. So thank you so much, Sammy, for breaking down that budget and yeah. um, planning. So now, would you advise a young person who just started making money and um, maybe through a business or something to have multiple back, bank accounts?
0: Okay, Um, so very, 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 very very important question. Now, the idea of multiple bank accounts for me is so that you can, um, so you can give your money direction. Because for a lot of us, what we have, we don't have savings accounts. A lot of us, what we have are deposit accounts. Oh, okay. And I will say with my full chest, a lot of us just have deposit account. So you deposit money and you take a month. You know, mm. somewhere. i went on and say, oh, no, I have 10,000 in my savings account. All lies. Fake. <laughs> All fake. You just deposit any small thing? Ah, you know, and then the money has gone. Mm. Right? So I think, um, so the idea of multiple bank accounts is great, but um i will still say that um there is no point just trying to stash up money in an account and just leave it doing absolutely nothing right um, so the idea of multiple accounts is great so that you can have an account specific for your expenses an account that just for your savings an account meant for investments, an account that is for benevolence and mother mm. Teresa and charity work <laughs> because uh, uh, I see people who I usually tell people that if I, if I've budgeted that it's only 5k I'm giving out this month for benevolence, the moment mm. I see that 5k, anybody that comes to me, ah, let us join our feet together and we pray.
1: Sammy. <laughs>
0: Let us join our feet together and we we'll pray. We we'll pray about God answers all prayers. If there's a man to pray, there's a God to answer. Mm. So I will join my faith with you because the money has finished. As they say, Otila, oh, that's God. Otilo. Oh, so you say, Moho, oh, you go and now take part of your feeding money and you will not be thinking how you are not going to feed. <laughs> <laughs> take from your feeding money and give to somebody now nah. you not ask the person what the person you even ask the person what the person spend the money on the person can't even account that's the worst part right sure. so having yeah. multiple accounts is great uh so let's say you have a benevolent account and what you put every month maybe like seven the moment yeah. you spend that seven kids and someone comes and say I I have this I have this my grandmother's so one looks uh chubby go and check your <laughs> benevolence <laughs> account if there's nothing there ah so we'll pray mm. we'll, we'll pray it will come out by miracle mm. Mm. so that that that's basic so it's important having having multiple accounts is great uh, mm. um, For um if you know in america there's something that they usually do right so um you can discuss with your employer in America and um, you can open five different checking accounts and once your salary is paid, your salary does not come to your own account. It's just split okay, into just splits. five. Oh it goes into so into yes. That's so nice. uh, they have something like, like I don't I haven't heard of that. I haven't heard of that in recent times. But yeah, so having separate account, that's what it does for you to allow it to say, okay, fine. Um, this money that comes now, 10% is for here. So, I, once it comes, just move it there. There's also mm-hmm. something on some, some bank apps. Yes, I'm aware of it. I think um, Access Bank has it. No. Um, um It's called an auto let me find it. Okay. Um, I think I've seen it somewhere. I think it's called Split payments, yes. Mm. I think I think it's called split payments. um Some business, some business um, banking apps have. Um, so if you use maybe an app like um, Prosper, it has mm-hmm. it has a feature where where you can do um, you can split your funds as it's coming into your account. Right, so it goes into your different accounts once okay. money comes in, right? I think i think some bank apps have it i think some bank apps have it i think um that's for that's for um, for access is the split payment feature right but i think bank apps have it where once money just comes in it's divides into so you can uh, for whatever bank you're using you can decide to just you know, find out if there's something like that and also do it. so that once money comes in you can to set up that maybe at the end of every month or a certain day when money comes in you fire the money just goes into and then you can set different banks it doesn't have to be like the same
1: bank
0: yes you can put different you can put different banks and when money comes in, it automatically moves into the different Please. banks, right so i i think i think that that really helps me when it comes to managing finance. finances so that you know that your spending account for that month. Everything you have is fifty k. If that fifty k finish, you cannot touch any other place. Oh yeah, true.
1: That's that's very good. So let's and uh, speaking about some platforms for saving. You have you have spoken a lot about saving and investment. So, what platforms can you recommend for saving, investing? And maybe deposit, <laughs> but what platform basically for saving can you recommend for
0: people? All right, so for savings, I would recommend to help
1: us manage them. our finances better. Yeah,
0: very important, right? So I would recommend the one that I have used that and I'm using.
1: Yes, I'll just, three,
0: I'll just recommend three of mm-hmm. them um, there's piggy vest, there's carry wise, and there's Nada. Yeah, I, I save on carry uh, these are three that um so there's us speak carry wise and ladder so for those that are new to ladder, ladder is n a d d a that's what it, that's that's the spelling right um that's for saving if i am saving okay if I is that the one saving. that is that the one that gives
1: you interest for for just saving
0: that one so so three of them gives you interest for saving actually yes three of them usually give um um give you interest for saving and their interest is way 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 above mm-hmm. what your bank will give you for saving with your regular bank account. right? Mm. So your regular bank account gives you, I think, um, 3.25% in a year. Um, they actually increased it because of the inflation rate so that people will still see me to be mm. saving. Um, but um, the least that any of these platforms will give you is 8% in a year for just saving, right? So it offers you a lot more. Some give you up to 10%, some 13%. Right, so uh for savings are the platforms I would recommend.
1: Okay, so what in um, investment opportunities do you think young people can indulge in?
0: Okay, so when we talk about investments, it's, it's a whole new world and um yeah. it, it's a whole new discourse on its own. Um, but I would usually advise that um young people you want to get into investment the first thing you should invest in is knowledge. Exactly, and that's that's the first, that's the first thing. Uh, the one of my one of my financial mentors will say that um, if you do not understand to invest, invest to understand to invest. Mm, what on streets? So <laughs> that's that's what that's what said. Um, yeah. If you do not understand to invest, invest mm. to understand to invest. Yes. Yeah. So. I think that's the first. That's the first step. Then, uh, when we talk about investments for young people, there's a lot that they can take advantage of. Um, there's uh, mutual funds. Um, mutual funds can start as little as five thousand. Yeah. Um, I think there's Standard ibtc There's FCMB. A couple of banks to mutual funds, right? So you can just um, speak to your, um, speak to your bank. You can contact your bank and just make inquiries about it. Uh, there's mutual fund there's money markets um there is um there is um stocks right um there's stocks there's etfs anybody wants to get involved in the stock market for a young investor i usually advise that you start off with etfs they are called yeah etfs are exchange traded from so like a basket of stocks uh, from different companies yeah. putting together to ensure that your money is there's there's no risk on it right and it's diversified right so um, i'd like to start yeah. off with etfs um then um still from um of course there are democratized real estate and uh, what i mean is real estate that has been packaged in a way that you can invest with tiny units you don't have to own like a full plot of land or own um a maybe a full house or something right a couple yeah. of platforms are offered offered it i think there's rice fest i think there's land Bay. right so yeah. Uh, um, yeah so there are a couple of there are a couple of um, and then if you want to get into the stock market buying um stocks or um, etfs of course there is bamboo there's there's trove, i've used them every platform i've mentioned yeah, platforms i have used and use. used them, right either right. uh, have used them or I'm still using them. Right. So yeah, yeah um so uh, and then if you're also and then yes invest in dollar right um have dollar backed investments um yeah. very very important very very important because um our Naira and our local currencies are very very funny but yeah, so we are just trying to peg it, you know, to a stronger economy to stronger currency. That's why investment dollar is advisable in this time and this season. Mm. Yeah, so uh, uh so these are these are a couple of things I can say because uh yes. what talk about investment is a whole new discourse on its own. Mm. And I need to um I need us to go um a little more in depth. But yeah, this is what I can say for now.
1: Um, thank you so much sammy thank you so much so i'm i'm bringing this episode to a close but before we we close there's been so much to take in already i mean so much to absorb thank you so much sammy so for your final words what will you want to say to young people on how to manage their finances how best manage start their finances. now the final start. words
0: start Start now, understand your current position. Start now. Um, okay. for a lot of young people, what they are earning is not enough, right? Um, so if you, once you know that this is your current position, you need to make more, right? So understand your current position, start now, seek help, and get mentored. Yeah, so these, these are these are my final words. Start now, understand your current position, start now, seek help seek financial knowledge and get married wow
1: starts now that's one major key thing so starts now regardless of how it is um ob question so she has listened um, listened to attended one of her seminars That is okay so she spoke at 20 stripes summit, and then on bank police summit which she also spoke and one thing that I kept repeating was when she said, small is no longer beautiful. So you can start small, but don't stay small. So start now. However it looks, however it's... I mean, it's looking at the moment. Just start, start saving. That small thing, that hundred naira, fifteen naira. it might be small now, but you don't know how it will build up to be something very big tomorrow. And for my brothers and sisters that are spending more than the end, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, bro. But Lord is your strength. So I just hope that with this episode, you'll be able to have a very a mind shift, a paradigm shift and manage your finances very well. Thank you so much, Sammy. We love to have you any other time again when speaking of finance. Thank you so much for gracing our podcast on the Cassidy. You're
0: welcome. You're welcome. Thank you so much.